Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. A place where we focus on the many talents and influences from women within the culture in hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jazzy Bell, and you are listening to Women in Hip Hop. And on this show is where we focus on the many talents and influences from women within the culture. And today, I'm so excited because we have a beautiful young lady here that's been killing it out there in these streets. And I can't wait for you guys to hear more about her story because I feel like y'all just see her and her epic freestyles. Y'all seen her on uh, Sway in the Morning. And if y'all really was paying attention and y'all saw her on Steve Harvey, the Steve Harvey show. And we have Miss Danny Devastation in the building. What's up, Danny? How you doing, Jazz? <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> excited. No, I don't even think you're excited as I am. Because, really? I, well, as you know, I've slid in your DMs a couple of times. Yes, and yes. And I'm like, I want you on the show. And it's been a minute getting you here. But, you know, if it ain't right, it ain't going to work. That's right. Lord, we're here today. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I'm but excited. I just, thank you. But that just goes to show that um, you've been on my radar and Aww. you've been doing your thing for a minute. And I'm really, really ecstatic for you to be here. Aww, same, Jazz. I love what you do. So I'm thank grateful you. to be here. I'm excited. <laughs> I love the love. So now, if a lot of people don't know about this show, what I like to do is to give a little backstory as to like where you came from. Okay. And, and how you became the woman who you are today. Okay. So let's do a little backstory. Let the people get to know you. Well, so, okay. first and foremost, yes, set me up. <laughs> I always wanted to know, Danny Devastation, give me the significant meaning behind your name. Hmm. You know what, Jazz? It kind of, um, it's a lot of things. It's not even really one meaning, mm -hmm. but kind of in a nutshell, my name, The Devastation, mm -hmm. is sort of kind of, symbolizes what I've been through in life, like my hardships. Yeah. And me, the person, the brand, is me trying to overcome those obstacles and try to turn it around, make it a little more positive, yeah. a little more conscious. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. you took the negative to inspire you to put positivity more in your life. And right. Use it in your talent. Right. So, um, Danny Dubs said, so is Danny like your real name? Danielle, actually. Okay. Yes, Danielle. Yes. <laughs> I told you we're going to get to know you, child. Yeah, let's do it. I'm, re I'm ready, Jazz. I'm ready. <laughs> now, tell the people where you're from. Oh, that's a, you know, I'm from Harlem originally. Okay. Yep, I'm from Harlem, but I moved around a lot. So I've been, I lived in practically every borough, okay. lived down south, lived in Florida. Really? But, yeah, but I'm originally from Harlem, New York. Harlem? Where in Harlem? Uh, east side. East Harlem? Mm-hmm. Born okay. in Harlem Hospital. Okay. Kind of did the west side, then I moved to the upper east side, so... Okay, okay, yeah. cool. Now, um, like I said, I want to get more into your upbringing. So mm -hmm. talk to me about that as far as, um, you said you move, moved around a lot. Uh, so you were born in Harlem. So talk to me how it was just for you as a young girl mm -hmm. being born in Harlem and navigating these streets in this world like you said you did. Like, what was that all about? Well, uh, hmm, damn, Jazz. You, oh, you starting out good. <laughs> what was it all about? Um, yeah. my, my, I'm the middle child, mm. so um, I like to think that, and I'm emotional. I'm a cancer. I'm, I'm very emotional. Yeah, yes, I overdo it. <laughs> um, but as far as my upbringing, I'm born in Harlem, New York, mm. and my mom, she was a bit unstable, to say the least, so mm. she was traveling back and forth, and that's basically how I've, I've never stayed in the same school for over a year. Mm. I've always been in a different school system, different so, yeah. So, I don't really... Does that answer your question, pretty much? Or? Um, I'm all about you revealing what you feel comfortable. Okay, revealing. okay. So, if you want to stop there, we can totally stop Oh, we, I just want to make sure I give you <laughs> exactly what you're looking for, because it's a lot. So, I don't want to yeah. be too long-winded. I know, with please. You guys. No, I, actually, like, this is your platform for you to say what it is you want the people to know about you. Because mm. I just think people are more 
in awe with the person's story right. and their background, how they be, how they became who they are today. Right. I know I am. Right. And this is why I have this platform here. So when you say um, she was a bit unstable, you say mm-hmm. you're a middle child, so mm-hmm. you have so out of three, correct? Yes, on my mom's side. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you have two sisters? Two sisters. Okay. Yep, and a brother on my dad's side. Okay. Yep, and so it started out in Harlem, mm-hmm. little girl, my mom trying to get on her feet, mm-hmm. and, you know, Went to the shelters, ended up in the EAU, and from that point in the I don't even know if they still have the EAU in the Bronx, but that kind of was the um, basis of us moving around a lot. And um, yeah, so we excuse moved my ignorance when you say EAU. Oh, I don't even know what it stands for. You oh, really? ignorant as much as me. <laughs> what it was was like a shelter where they go where where mm-hmm. it was just a ba- a shelter in the Bronx, and they house you know different people from different backgrounds and yeah. stuff like that. So going there, they got a you got to go wherever they place you. So if they place you in Brooklyn, that's where you were. If they place you in the Bronx, that's where you were. And so yeah. that kind of was, like I said, the foundation right. of, yeah, the constant moving around, to, to say true. the least. That's yep. the reason why. And, you know, well, thanks for sharing that. I'm sure that was definitely hard for you as a young girl. How old would you say you was, like, around that time? Maybe, like, around eight, seven. Eight, seven. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, when would you say you found your love for hip-hop? Hmm. I would say around seven to eight. Right, because I would think, like most people that get into this culture, you know, they use, you know, a situation like what you've been through to kind of help be a, an escape right. for something like that. Right, this is true. Yeah, so explain to me how that process was for you. So with the constant moving around in the mm-hmm. shelter, I was just a depressed kid. I was fat. Yeah. I was overweight. I was bullied. Um, uh-huh. I was always overlooked. Yeah. And my mom and dad was fairly young and trying to get their life together. So mm-hmm. that was kind of, music was my thing. And um, I guess it started with Tupac, to be honest. When I wanted to be a rapper, I used to literally listen to his music mm-hmm. and rewrote everything he said. So if he said... Um, even though you was a crack fiend mama, you're always... Was so a black queen Right, mama. so I'm, I'm trying to, like, rearrange his words to put my own words in there and wow. wrap it over. So that's probably, as far as I can remember, he was the person I was like, wow, I really, like, want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of, yeah. Taking the Tupac lyrics and making it work for yourself. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I wouldn't advise nobody... I don't know, they don't care now about lyricism, so it doesn't really matter. You could say booby doo boo whatever you got to say, and you, you hot... But I used to do that so much, a funny story mm-hmm. from, um, like, a meal, whatever rap it was. Like, I would literally try to, like I said, redo their verses. Yeah. And one time we having a cypher, Uptown 123. Shout out to Wagner, by the way. Oh. Okay. But uh, we having a cypher, <laughs> and I can't wait to go because, like, in Harlem, you got to... I don't know. I guess that was my interpretation was you got to be nice. Like, you have to have bars. Yeah. And, again, I was didn't have the best confidence. I didn't, you know, I didn't really fit in. Right. And, um, but I knew I wanted to rap. So everybody in a circle and everybody getting their bars up. And it's my goal, right? So I'm amped up. I'm like, yeah, it's my yeah. turn. I've been waiting on somebody to do this. Right. Girl, I stepped in the middle of the circle and I rapped Jay-Z. I still remember Jay-Z's song cry. Oh, yes. Classic. But I didn't put enough of my words in his rap. And I got in the middle of the crowd and spit his verse. And everybody knew, that's Jay-Z. You ain't right that. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, now I know. I can't get away. I can't get by with this shit. Can I curse? Can I curse? I don't want to curse. Okay, I can't yes, get by. Can. So now I got to actually dig, deep. you know, within, dig deep and do it on my own. So And you've dug deep as hell because your originality is off the chain. Thanks, Jay. Like your style, you know, again, y'all going to get to hear her later. Gonna play some records. <laughs> But wow, just to think it started off with that. But now I understand why you go so hard with your originality because of something like that that was so devastating. Yes. No pun intended. Yes. Or pun intended. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Wow. Do you so um what how old were you when that happened? Maybe about like 15, 16, something okay. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I had bars, but I didn't have the confidence. Okay. Like I was still trying to go to the studio. I was sh- still trying to figure it out. I was mm-hmm. still freestyling. But again, being from Harlem, it's like you're never good enough. Like you're never good enough. You feel that way even now? I mean, I hear that a lot from people in Harlem or just New York in general. I think, I think it's that New York thing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and plus it was amongst men. It was no females, no girls doing it. So, mm-hmm. you know, you want to roll with the big boys then you know, mm-hmm. you got to take that criticism. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So who was some of your like around that time? Would you say, like you said, 
even hip hop now is still so male dominated at that time even more so. Mm-hmm. But who will you say were some of your uh, musical influences when it came to hip hop okay. and women in hip hop? Uh, I'm gonna say Lauren for hands down. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim, of course, mm-hmm. in that in that era. Um, Missy. Mm-hmm. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, yeah, but mostly men. I'm not, because I got this rage in me mm. that I couldn't find listening to a female artist. Mm. Like, I have this, this, I don't want to call it dark, even though, and I don't want to sound metaphysical, y'all. Bear with me. But even though I truly believe that, of course, like, we both got good and evil, good and bad. Yeah. And th- within that point in my life, I was just so, um, I just felt so dark, and I just couldn't connect. Yeah. And so Lauren was the, hmm, when I, fr- oh, we got time? You in it? Yes. Okay, when I first heard Lauren's album, we, um, my mom had gotten arrested. It's kind of a long story, but we moved down south, and uh, my mom hit a white man, and um, two, three months later, they found her. The the guy was going to the clinic. She happened to be going to the clinic at the same time, Mm -hmm. and they called the cops on her six months after the initial incident happened. Mm -hmm. So she got arrested. Um, We went to our grandmother's house, who was down in Sumter, and they was trying to hit her with assault and battery with attempt to kill. She was getting, like, they was trying to hit her with 10 years and better. So now we... They come to school. They pick me up. I'm thinking, because that same day, my mom told me, listen, I'm going to pick y'all up and take you to the clinic, Mm because, you know. And um, I'm in school, and I get, they call me on a loudspeaker. Danielle, can you come down? Oh, my mom here. Uh, Bye, y'all. You know, I'm out. Yeah. I go downstairs. It's just, you know, ACS and cops. and my. So long story short, they take us to the system, foster care system, because my grandmother straight told them, like, I don't want them. I can't. It was only three of us, but she said, you know, I don't want nothing to do with it. So from then, we ended up in foster care. This is where Lauren Hill comes in. Mm. And so um, the most devastating time in my life, of course. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't have, I, I love music, but I didn't have nobody to connect to. Even back then, I just, nothing I heard kind of. Spoke your language. Yes. As to what you was going through. Yes. Yeah. And then the woman who's, who, uh I did not adopt it, but you know who's we took was living in. with, right? Who took us in? Mm-hmm. Her daughter had the Lauren Hill um, album, and it was almost like a blessing. And yeah, mm. so she's primary in my book. Still wow. to the day, I listen to her as if she's still on the radio. Yes, you know what I mean. Shout out to Lauren. Love shout you. out to Lauren. Shout out to the miseducation of yes. Lauren Hill. That yes. album changed life, life altering for me. It, it it definitely is. Even you know, for me and a lot of people out there, men or women, you know, the album itself, I would say, was so spiritual. So for you to have to go through something like that at that time and find the miseducation of Lauren Hill, it was God's way of just connecting you with the higher power himself. You know, that's just what I feel. But like you said, I don't want to get too deep either. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to keep it real. We're going to keep it real and authentic. And that's exactly what I want you to do. And again, thank you for sharing that. Um, Wow. Yeah. That did kind of just take me somewhere. So I guess for me, Overall, when it comes to your rapper, you already told me your musical influences. Um, now I want to talk more about like your career. Now mm-hmm. we talked about your love for when you found it, who influenced you. Mm-hmm. So now that we're here, um, how has the music industry been treating you so far? You said keep it real. Keep it on it. <clears throat> Not as well as I would like. Let's just start out with that. Mm. Um, it's one thing when you watch, see, I don't really watch the Love and Hip Hops, but mm-hmm. before when I finally said I'm going to take this seriously, yeah. I started, you know what, you know? And um, you see these scenes where the artist got to sleep with the producer. You think it's just for TV, and you think that it's just for ratings, but I found myself in, in a plenty of those situations. Mm. It's a give and take. Like, the sacrifice of it all is a lot, and that's, again, that's something that I'm dealing with to this day, so I... Pardon me if I can't give you a solid answer on that because I'm still navigating. Yeah, through, no, it's through, fine. through the system, girl. But no. yeah, it hasn't right. And I think you sharing that story will help the women out there that um, are either looking to get into it or it's in it now and having to deal with what you're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can, mm-hmm. I guess without it's not about like exposing anybody mm-hmm. or saying any names, mm-hmm. but um, we all been through it. Sexism and misogyny mm-hmm. is real within hip hop. Um, is there a short story 
uh, that you would like to share that personally like happened to you where like for instance like with me I talked about this before on this show where I had a producer a little bit about me at one point I thought I wanted to rap <laughs> okay <laughs> thought I had bars okay. daddy but um I kind of did but anyway <laughs> instead of holding the mic rapping I'm holding the mic talking about yes. shit it still worked out some yes. kind of way that's just how deep my love for this culture runs wow. and you know but at that time I had a producer he said he was my friend mm-hmm. you know he wanted to help me he thought I had the talent mm-hmm. but you know, overall, his intentions wasn't good. And I look up, and it's like he got me in the corner trying to tug me down, grabbing mm-hmm. my ass. And I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so something like that is traumatizing for yes. a girl that has no idea that that's to be expected. So would you say that you had a story that's Very similar, similar to that? Very similar situation mm-hmm. with well-known producers that worked with mm-hmm. known people. Mm-hmm. Um, they reach out to the, the The manipulation of it all is overwhelming for me because yeah. you just think you assume his talent. Like yeah. you assume as long as I have a it factor, I should be okay. Mm-hmm. And same kind of scenario with you. A, good, a producer reached out and showed me his resume and filled me up with a whole bunch of nothings. Mm. Oh, Sweet nothings. Yes. I'm going to have you on the radio. Don't you worry about it we worked together and then right when it was time for the finished product that's when it was like dick in hand yeah basically <laughs> let's just talk about that's what i call it basically. they greet you with the dick in the head it's like whoa plenty of nights i'm crying Who asks for that nights and you you question yourself i mean you know if you want to just keep moving forward right so what made you keep moving forward ah uh, i want to God, I guess, and my 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 fams. I call them my fams, mm-hmm. like my fams. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the the what they send me and like what they express to me is like I can't stop. Like mm-hmm. I had one rest in peace, Darnella. One particular fam who, wow, she she recently died from cancer, but oh, like she was that. supportive for like all of my journey. And was she, she in like, the industry? No, she was just a, a support system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Darnella, shout out to you, Darnella. Yes, and um, just plenty of people who just have my back and keep encouraging me. You can do this. Just don't give up. Stay true to yourself. And mm-hmm. yeah, so that was probably the main reason. The belief, the amount of belief that, yeah, the supporters have for me. So we talked about the, um, I guess the the turmoil of it all mm-hmm. in this industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to me about the love. Mm-hmm. Who show love? Mm-hmm. So you know how's what? the love for you Daddy know what the love is not too bad okay I'm, I'm kind of surprised <laughs> from a um from a I guess you want to say like what people that's actually known like a celebrity standpoint okay or, sure yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah I had some people show me love I mean I, I was <laughs> able to meet my favorite rapper who I didn't mention Kendrick Lamar I was able to meet him Yay. um and Cash Dawes really supported she's she's all in my inbox she always let me know sis if you need anything Call me, reach mm-hmm. out to me, let me know. And um, yeah, a few people. Shout out to the D from Detroit. So yes, you know, you shout, shout out to the D. Yes, most important. Yeah, most important. Detroit D, people show them. love. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of showing love, you actually have a record called I Love You. So, how about we do this? We're going to take a musical break and play the record, and we'll be right back and finish the rest of the interview. All right, so introduce the record. All right, it's Danny Devastation in your mouth, and you're about to listen to I Love You, because I do. I love you. And y'all check it out right here at Woman in Hip Hop, and we'll be right back.
Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Steve Harvey himself. Oh my goodness, how you know what, Jazz? I'm gonna be honest about this, Steve Harvey, because okay. I don't want to. I'm gonna be honest with the Steve Harvey, okay? Yes. I get. I'm doing my thing, mm-hmm. and um, I get a obviously an email, and I'm super freaking excited. Steve Harvey is like looking into me, and this is this is my first introduction. I want to say like to Hollywood, like on that in that kind of realm. Yeah. I'm super excited as anybody would be. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey hit me. Up. I'm on. I, Obviously, I don't even think it's real because, anyway, a couple technicalities before we started the communication process. So we talking. Steve Harvey wrote me down. I'm super excited. And he's like, you know, we're going to set up this Skype interview. Not with Steve Harvey, of course. You know, his producers. People, right. Mm-hmm. Set up with the producer. She's super sweet. She's super supportive. Mm-hmm. I'm showing me so much love. We go. I start rapping for her, of course. And she's like, you know what? Like, I love you. Like, we're going to do our best to get you down here. Right. And and this is at one point. This is like, like I said, this is what in my mind catapulted me spiritually because I was hitting just brick walls, you know, mm-hmm. with the producers and, you know, all of the, be- the bullshit about times, but you yes, get up 10. Get up 10 and that's what now. I did. So, okay, fine. She got me out to L.A., and in my mind, I'm super excited because, again, I'm thinking, damn, I did this shit on my own. I ain't have to suck no dick. I ain't have to kiss no ass. I ain't have to. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. I know, child. Like, Trust me. So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm old. I know the feeling. I finally get to L.A., and mm-hmm. I'm holding, again, that pride. Like, yeah, you could do it. Like, you're good enough. You're good enough to let your talent speak for itself. I mm-hmm. finally get there. And it comes to the interview. I met his son. It was a great experience as far as that's concerned. Yes. But, again. I get on set, and um, when I seen the show back, I'm thinking, I'm watching it back, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be the time where the world can see that hard work, because I wanted my testimony to say hard work and not giving up and staying true. You could get a little slot on daytime TV, whatever the situation, so I'm watching it, the, uh, watching it back, and when Steve Harvey said, he said, um, he says, um, this girl reached out to me. She wanted to be on this show. You know what I'm saying? And it sounds petty. But mm-hmm. I was a bit taken aback by it because, again, I'm naive. I'm, I, don't, I don't know the inner workings of that industry, so to speak. Yeah. And, again, I was so – it was so important for my real story to, to be conveyed on that set. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't the best experience because I wanted to show my supporters that, yo, you stay true to yourself. Fuck if you know a couple more syllables in your words. You know what I'm saying? If you're a little smarter, like, don't be ashamed. Like, you can get here. And so when Steve turned it around and said that she reached out to me to get on his show, and, you know, it it, made, it was a hit to my, I don't even want to call it ego. I'm just going to say it was like a hit to my integrity because I really felt like I wanted the world to see again. When did this happen? This was last year, actually. Was last it? January, I want to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. So full year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and how was your experience on the set? We, will you explain how you felt after looking back on it? Mm-hmm. But as far as the treatment and as far as the love during the process, how was that? It was very fast paced. It was rushed. I don't want. I didn't get to experience that because I had so much to remember. I was going by a script. I had to remember lines. I had to remember cue. Yeah, oh. they they script me up, which is another thing that had me. 
And again, mm-hmm. and it kind of came off a bit damsel in distress. Like I wasn't able to again because they asked me for my story and they mm-hmm. ha- highlight what they wanted me to say. Right. So I had to remember cues. So it was like a flash. Can't even say pretty quick. Pretty quick. But everybody was nice and respectful. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was wasn't wasn't. I good. get. I totally hear what you're saying. But what I what I will say, and maybe just um, I don't want to say it's like advice. I could just give my opinion please, please, if you don't mind. Um, because look how I saw it. Um, I hear what you're saying. Okay. I do hear what you're saying where it comes across a little damsel in distress mm-hmm. or the whole it looked like I reached out to him. Um, I didn't get that. Okay. I didn't get that. And I would like to say overall mm-hmm. that um, look, that um, platform, mm-hmm. that opportunity mm-hmm. uh, was a good one. Right. And is one to be appreciated. Oh, of course. Like, and not to say that you don't, but I think because I hear a little bit of me in you mm. with that, you get so caught up in wanting to kind of be perfect in a mm. sense. You get so caught up with trying to have it your way, okay. the way you want it, okay. that you actually don't see it for what it really is worth. That was worth and bigger than anything you just talked about. Hmm. As far as like how it how you saw it. Okay. That's not how I'm promising you 99.9% of the people really? saw that. Good, that's good to And know. then I think it's important for me to say that to you because my motto, one of in life, is an attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And that right there, I feel like if you walk around being more grateful for that, mm-hmm. that opportunity is gonna come around tenfold with not maybe him as well again mm-hmm. or other people, mm-hmm. and then that way you'll have your shot to possibly convey it the way you want it right. to be conveyed. Understood. If that makes sense. No, it does, and I always I I'm, I mm-hmm. try to be as grateful as possible. I practice gratitude, mm-hmm. but again. I was naive and I didn't know how stuff worked and yeah. I was grateful to get there. But when I figured out that okay, you and you still- killed the stage. Oh well, thank you very you much. You killed the stage. Thank you had you like a much. live drummer behind you. Yes. that was amazing. Yes, yes. Um, I know the pressure. I know they record. I don't know. Did you have to do a couple of takes of that on that? No, it's actually all live. That was a one hit. That was a, I, that was I don't a live know how that they day. Their live, but it was okay. a full studio audience type situation. Yeah. So no, I didn't have to go through the. You that the was a one hit a quitter. Like yeah. one shot, you yeah. killed. You Thank kill, you. I'm you hard killed on my jazz. I'm, listen, that's another. That's why I said I hear a little bit of me and you. You're really just hard on yourself. I am. But you're you're. I don't want you to miss your blessing. Thank by you, being jazz. too hard on yourself. Thank you. So I just try to remember that. And also, um, as far as them highlighting what they wanted you to say, so what? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I really think you're gonna get the opportunity to tell your story, like how you are today. Right. And you don't know who's gonna see this. Right. You know what I mean? Just like you didn't know. You were going to get that email from Steve Harvey. And um, from what I remember when I watched the interview was you shouted him out in a freestyle, right? Well, again, that was all, um, how do you say? Oh, that was all just... Premeditated. I, like I said, the producer reached out and asked me to do that. So she said, you know, we want to give you an interview, but we would like you to... We love what you do with the photos. Got it. Yeah. So, so how did you get on their radar? Um, through I mean, obviously... Social media, through Instagram. From just... They see your, your me t- Snoop Dogg reshared me, and then a couple of people kind of, and they, they just were a freestyle, one just of them. a regular, yeah, a, just a regular freestyle. Without his name being mentioned, I mean, when I mean regular, because <laughs> your oh, shit well, ain't regular. No, you know what? <laughs> I, I didn't know what you was talking about. Okay. You meant how I got on Steve Harvey's radar? Yes, I did Kanika Je- a, a video for Kanika Jenkins, and. She the woman the, that got killed that they said killed in herself fr- in a fridge or something. Yes. It was a lot of controversy behind yes. that. Yes. Right. And um, Snoop Dogg shared it. A lot of people caught on. And um, shortly after, that's when Steve Harvey reached out. And when the producers reached out to me, they used that as the foundation of to it. Get, that's okay. Get it. Yes. High five. Yes. Th- <laughs> and thanks for sharing that. And they probably would want you to, but it was okay. Right? No, right. <laughs> but that is how the magic of TV works. But how, to me, I still hear how dope that is. <laughs> no, <it wasn't. laughs> But I still hear how dope it is, and I kind of want you to as well. Mm-hmm. Because I thought I they played it very well. Because <laughs> you do that a lot. Right. You do a lot of covers and all that. So the fact that they wanted you on there and it had nothing to do with them, but it had everything to do with you. 
Right. But the fact that, and I hear you, the mm-hmm. fact that it wasn't told in that way, mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. Yes, right. You know, right, it's yeah. almost like acting. You know what I mean? Like if someone exactly. saw you and you're very animated in your music, mm-hmm. it's like, we're going to, we love her. We want, we want to put her, who you are naturally, in my film. But right. your character is going to be natural. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. And Keisha. Oh, and you that's got a good lines. way of put, you, looking at it. That's how I would like for you to look at Definitely. it. Definitely. But and, the and opportunity again, I, is like a movie. Right. It was TV, daytime, whatever, Steve I Harvey. Mean, that was iconic so, yeah. like, for a rapper to be on daytime. Me, not any rapper, but me, out of all, I know it was really iconic. But again, you just, you don't know. You that's don't my know. first time getting my feet wet. So yes. you got something to prove. I'm very grateful. But again, I still, I was so adamant about being having your talent work for us and it did it got me there it, 100 really percent 100 percent so you know it is what it is I'm, yeah. I'm used to now i'm flexible now yes you know what i'm saying i don't get my hope i don't try to, to um premeditate what's gonna happen i try to keep myself open mm-hmm. to the experience another model and then we're gonna wrap it up with that i always tell people um um it's like no expectations. Don't have any expectations. Yes. Just have appreciation. Because yes. the minute you expect something, like That's you expect it, it what you expect it, That's and it. then you'll get let down because it's not met. Right. So only reason why I'm saying all of that because we went through it all. <laughs> I agree. And in some cases, to... I still go through it all. So just look at it like big sis talking no, shit. No, I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate it. Because I want to see you do more like that, and, and I see it for you. But um, I, I don't want you to be what people would say to me, like your own worst enemy. Hmm. So it's just me. Maybe it was just in God for me to share that Aww, with you. But you. so we went for Steve Harvey. Great, great, uh-huh. great look. Um, Sway in the morning was another great look. Yes. Talk to me about that. Sway. <laughs> you know what? I don't even know how to put Sway in words because he, that man is like. I'll use legendary for me. I always use legendary for him. Iconic. And he, mm-hmm. his heart is like, he's so genuine. Mm-hmm. So how did I get, I, I'm going to say, I can't really say, I, I, I did a video, I did a remake, The Rap Guy, Eminem's Rap Guy, yes. which did like the 12, 13 million viral. And that, and then um, I kind of, Went through K Slay. I don't want to say went through K Slay because um, Sway didn't tell me anything about K Slay. He sent me an email just like anybody else and okay. asked me to come. Mm-hmm. And um, when I came, Jazz, I was again. You did K's show first, is what you're yes, saying. Yes, I did Got K it. Slay show first. And you feel like he saw you on that show or heard you on that know. show? I don't know. I never. I don't know. I, oh, I don't okay, even want to add the two and two together because that's not what I was told. Oh, again, okay. I and it probably didn't email. happen like that. Got it. Yep. Okay. And he asked me to come. And when he came, I'm still in my mind again, like, wow. You know what's so funny? Me and Joe was watching freestyles on um <laughs> we was watching Sway in the morning. Yes. We was up to like four in the morning. And I'm like, oh, if it was me, ooh, when I get up there, I would say, well, let me get that opportunity. The next day I got the email. Can you be here seven thirty in the morning? Girl. Wow. Sway put my money where my mouth was. I get to Sway mm, and I'm thinking God. to myself. Wow, I'm a, I, I'm a, I, I made it to Sway. But not only that, his, he was so receptive of me. Mm-hmm. Like, so, um, yeah, so he was very welcoming, very warm, and um, <laughs> he was very open and, and mad supportive. And he was just like, Danny, I love what you do. Keep doing what you got to do. Stay true to yourself. I'm like, this man actually watched me. He was like, I watched your videos. He was just so freaking 
down to earth and just warm and welcoming. Mm-hmm. And um, how was the experience like for you? How did you think you did? I was not. I, I, how do I think? Like you said, you know, you're gonna talk some sense into me. Listen, <laughs> don't tell me all the time. Like you know, stop being so hard on yourself. But I take what I do seriously. And when I when I start, I'm I'm considered a freestyle artist. I didn't like um, craft that up. I didn't call myself that. I just happened to be myself in the car, right? Mm-hmm. So um, how did I do? I could have done better, given the circumstances. I've never been in the cipher. I'm not a battle rapper. It was out of element, but you know, mm-hmm. I did what I, I did. I did what God wanted me to do. However, it happened, it happened. There but, you go. Yep. Yep. I think you did great, but I could also see, it's funny not even knowing you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think I even wrote it here on my notes. I'm like, I could tell you're hard on yourself. I'm hard on myself. I can tell. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. tell. Mm-hmm. I could tell. Even though I, I well, no. I thought you did better than everybody that was up there. Oh, really? <laughs> Thanks, Jay. And I could tell that you would have even killed it even more if some, again, probably just, just do. Again, just get didn't even know. Not, not, no experience. I jumped in head first. It was no rules. It's like, you come, you're going to be in a cipher. We're going to throw somebody's on okay. You think, but see, my car, I'm coming from the car. That was my church. So I needed that. I needed mm-hmm. that girl get get out the car. And so that was like the church, my church. So me being placed in an element where you're not in your comfort zone no more. Now it's time to see what you really well, you know. You look great. Thank you. You did Jay. a great job. Thanks, I'm telling Jay. you. Okay, now I want to talk to you about when you go in the studio because a lot of people will tag you as this battle rapper, freestyling, and all that, mm-hmm. and they think when you are that that you cannot make, let's say. Yes. A hit record. Yes, yes. So how do you prepare going into the studio? And do you feel the pressure because of what the world deems how a freestyle rapper or a battle rapper is? I do feel that pressure. And I think I put that on myself more, more so. Mm-hmm. And um, how is it? I, I never write. I've never wrote in. Joe knew me for like eight years. I've never written anything. So um, the studio process for me is, is is spiritual. I don't get worried. What I do get worried, though, about Jay is the after effect, the mm. engineering of it all, because mm. my voice changes. It goes up and down. So that's really hard to bottle up and make right. But as far as the creation part, I don't even tri- – I don't I – don't, Because you don't write. No. You just and go in worry. and do all that. Yep. Wow. Yep. When did you start doing, like, the different ranges and your voices? Like, when did that kick in? Was that – Something you always did when you started. I'm dramatic. Rapping? So, for example, <laughs> I'm sorry to use like like if I'm with like his mom is Panamanian, right? And she okay. has like a singing voice, and she be like, yeah. "Oh, I love you, I need." So, like if I'm telling the <laughs> story, I be like, I will reiterate the sound of the voices that's around me. So I always had that. Um, how do you people call it animated mm-hmm. thing? And so I don't know when it came out per se lyrically, mm-hmm. but as like my in my daily life, I'm just like that. I'm over the top dramatic. Like mm-hmm. if I hear a sound that clicks to me I'm you know I don't know I'm just a character <laughs> when did it kick in though always been that way lyrically yeah. or I'm, I'm, let me think of a freestyle that would probably help me uh, I don't know I don't <laughs> even know I don't know cause, cause when I see it I say it mm. so like if I see like a dude and a girl talking and a dude is like yo what up shorty y'all wanna fuck what what you think I ain't giving it up you know what I'm saying mm. I kinda see it and say it so I can't really say Exactly when it started. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, you did a lot of covers. You yes. talked about any artists reached out to you. We talked about Steve Harvey reaching out and Sway. Right. What about some of the artists that reached out? No, um, no, no, no the, artists have ever reached out because of mm. that. Like, I've, I've got to Kendrick in a whole nother way. He, he, I don't even think he sent me none of my videos. Um, So, no, no artists. Oh, of course not. No, and no, and no, and no. Why you say of course oh, not? You, uh, you don't um, see no one reaching out after you mm. did their covers? No, I no. feel like it usually happens for a lot of people. Mm, I'm surprised because you'll be killing it. Thank you. A little intimidation, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. Don't know. But um, no, not yet. Not yet. Do you have any dream collaborations? Kendrick mm. is my primary dream. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Kendrick was my mm-hmm. primary dream. Well, listen, it's funny how you say no one has reached out, and maybe it is some form of intimidation, like you said. Uh, but you do have a song called Hide and Seek that I feel kind of touches on that and touches on the MCs um, that's out today. And I love the message on the song. You so cocky and bossy with it. Hide and seek. I can see y'all rappers, but y'all can't see me. Let the people uh, get into that right now. So I'm going to play that, and then we'll be right back to finish the rest of the interview. This is Hide and Seek by Danny Devastation on Woman in Hip Hop. We'll be right back. 
It's another one. This rap game is like hide and seek. Cause I can see these whack ass rappers. I can't see me. And I be everywhere that you'll probably never be. Why today I'm in the street? Hide and seek. I'm playing hide and seek. Hide and seek. Hide and seek. Hide and seek. Oh, a lot of these niggas is thinking that they can spit. How would I mention no names? Everything that I've been saying been off of the brain. Don't need no pattern, no pain. Don't need no phone when I get in the booth. You should get credit where credit is due. In fact, I will pay you if you say you're able to find a chick illa that do what I do. Stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom of Papa. At participating McDonald's. segment where I call like confessionals Uh so I'm just going to ask like a bunch of questions just one of those things where it's like yes or no kind of one word answers kind of sort of okay um how do you feel about the state of women in hip-hop today silence Silence. (laughs) I don't like it I don't like the state no Mm -mm. explain a little bit I don't like this narrative that um you have to be hypersexualized to 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 get maybe that's just me i i don't know i, I don't see no more diversity me personally mm-hmm. and um again i don't i don't i, I don't like it i i just I don't like it. I just don't like it. There's no more diversity like 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 when I was like we had Lauren Hill, we had Little kid, yeah, and I hate to do that because I'm with the era. Like I'm, I'm with the shits. I get it. We in a whole new timing, mm-hmm. but that diversity for that little fat girl that felt ugly, that dark skin girl that was called she was too dark to be pretty. You know what I'm saying? Those, mm-hmm. those ranges that I don't see, and that's what I don't like. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. You I don't, don't feel know. like it's enough of that. A lot of people say they do now. I guess with the uh, rap city, I guess Cardi and Nicki, they will consider similar. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You got like people like Tierra Wack, then you have like um, oh right, right, okay. Megan The Stallion is kind of more in that range with Kim, I guess. It's some out there, but I guess what I'm hearing from you, and I could agree to a certain extent, is what is they're not all out and popping really at the same time as much That's as it was like back in the day, right? And the camaraderie out. amongst the women. You know, you can look at a ladies' night video and see Missy and DeBrad yes, and Left Eye. You yes. can even see Mary J that's not on the song yes. or Queen Latifah that's not on the song. Salt and Pepper, but they in the video. They yes. not on the song, you know. I would love to see more of that. Right. Um, so I do agree with you on that right there. Okay. Now, speaking of ladies' night, mm -hmm. if you had to do your own version... Who would be the ladies that would join you on that record? I don't know. I'm I'm gonna be real. I don't even like. I'm sitting here. You so Harlem? <laughs> oh really? You like oh, I ain't paying no attention, son. <laughs> really? Cause I don't like. You be surprised. Like mm -hmm. my soul is so. Uh, like I I will I literally listen to Stevie Wonder, Amy Winehouse, Aventura, shit like that. Like I I'm I'm a sound a sound person. Mm. I'm not. I, it's really rare that I would listen to something for lyrics. It gotta do something to my soul for mm -hmm. me to for me to really ingest it. Now, if I'm at the gym, I throw on some whatever. It doesn't matter. But if I'm going through, it's like I'm a, I'm a sounder. I'm a soul person. I get kind it. Of. Single, married, dating, booed up. What we doing? Yes. I'm <laughs> in a very a relationship. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Do you see yourself having like a family one day? Are you into that? I'm, I'm in and out with that. I'm up in and down out. with that. I'm okay. up and down with that. I would love to experience it. Then I, like, I'm fearful. I'm a fearful by nature. Hmm. And I'm very conflictive. So mm -hmm. the state of this world, I'm a little nervous about that. But, uh. Hmm. Okay. Now, who, okay. What do you want the people to know about Danny Devastation? Like, who's hmm. Danny Devastation? If you had to sum it up for the people. Danny Devastation in your mouth is, uh, <laughs> is um, I'm a spirit. I'm, I'm a spirit. I'm a spirit. And when you hear me, I want, you may not be able to resonate. You may not relate, but I, I'm trying to touch something in you. Mm. That, that's, in short, I'm trying to touch you in a way where you probably have not gotten touched mm -hmm. in that way in a minute because as much as I love rapping I love singing so my my goal was damn I wish I could hit people like like a singer would you know what I mean I want to touch the, the the part of your soul mm -hmm. that I don't know what whoever you listen to that musically as far as a songstress would do mm -hmm. and so yeah that's what I look to do turn you on Nice. Mm -hmm. Danny Devastation in your mouth. Get it in change. Okay. I um I always end this like I do with every guest on the show. If you can, we talked about everything from like your childhood to um how you started in your career to where you are now. And you know, even to like where you're going, mm -hmm. I guess. What would you say is the one word to sum up where you are in life right now? Not a sentence, not a phrase, but just one word. How would you sum it up? One word to sum up where I am in my life right now. I am. I am aware. Aware. Mm -hmm. Aware. aware. I like that. That's okay. <laughs> Daddy devastation, everybody. Let's give it up. We appreciate you Thank for coming you on the show. Me, that is a wrap. Thank you so much. Thank and, you. And um, please let the people know any shout outs, social media, and all that. I want to shout out to everybody that's been supporting me, <laughs> Team In Your Mouth. I want to especially shout out to Joey Aquila Gorilla for Squilla because um, he's the reason why I'm still doing it. I'm with Jazz right now. Nice. And yeah, I want to shout out everybody. Love you. Thank you for the support. And what do you have coming up for the people that. I got my project that's dropping shortly. No dates, time, tap into my emotions. Ooh. That's all. What's the name together. of it? It's time. T it's time. No time. Time. Mm -hmm. And you said tap into my emotions. Mm -hmm. That you were just saying that. That's not part of the title. Yes, that is. Tell time. me the title again. Time. Tap into my emotions. Oh, acronym. Yep. Time. Yes. I am. Got you. Yes. Tap into my emotions. Yes. And is that going to be like an EP mixtape? What's that? It's going to be an EP. And how many tracks is going to be on there? I'm going to say seven. Ooh, come on now. You giving yeah, it well, up? You know, I want to do more, but they're telling me don't give them too much. I want to give me a little more. <laughs> yep. Um, is it done? It is done. Oh, original production? Yes, original production, good engineering. Mm. It's, it's good. Any features so cool. or is it all you? Unfortunately, it's all me for now. Unfortunately, that's well, all right. You know, 
it's my, my first baby. You know what I'm saying? Hold on tight to yes. it. Yeah, it should be all you, if anything. And then the next go around, we're going to have Kendrick Lamar, right? Yeah. Kendrick speak Lamar. It. She better speak it. <laughs> you heard it from Jazz. You better speak it. Yes, 100%. Man, Jay. it was a pleasure to have you Likewise. here. And um, I can't wait till you guys come back. And that's it, everybody. Shout Aww. out to Daddy Devastation. And we will see y'all next time right here on Moment of Hip Hop. It's Daddy Devastation in your mouth, and uh, I want you to listen to this track I put together called Welfare. Sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.